what sort of things panicked you at the beginning? Uh, health you visitors. Panicked. Health visitors. Yeah, yeah, really? I was panic stricken because it wasn't. There weren't many dads around in those days looking after babies. And um, I remember the first time the office was okay, I was panicked, you know, really ultra tidying up and clean, making sure the place was really clean. Because I was worried that she'd start saying, you know, questioning why I was home and what, where's your wife and where's the child's mother and all that sort of stuff. So even as a, as a social worker, you, you worried about oh, God, the health yeah. is coming? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm. The, the, the kind of legitimacy of what I was doing, I think, yeah. Mm. Very much so. Hello, I'm John Newman. I was born in 1957 and I grew up in Tower Hamlets. I'm Joe Newman. I was born in 1989 and I grew up in Newham. I'm Rosa Schling. I'm a new parent and I've been recording memories of childcare and parenting in London's East End. This is Holding the Baby, an on the record podcast. How did people react to you being at home looking after Joe? I don't know. I don't know, really, looking back on it. I think people were surprised, you know. Um, I think, as I say, there weren't that many dads around. Now now there's loads of dads looking after babies and looking after young kids and, and what have you, and grandfathers as well. And I remember I used to take you to playgroups. I remember one where it went to one church and all the mums were around in a circle and all the kids were just getting on with it. And, of course, I'm there. And I'm everybody's dad. You know, these kids don't get a chance to have a man around. And, and, I, and I, I, found, I found that quite oppressive, actually. I remember playing with you a lot, with stickle bricks and I remember stickle bricks, yeah. dinosaurs. And, and I remember falling asleep a lot in the afternoon. What, because I'd just tie you out? Yeah, I, I guess so. But you always, for a long time, you used to have an afternoon nap. Um, I suppose, you know, the, the idea was you had an afternoon nap too. Well, it wasn't the idea. The idea was you got tea ready and did the housework while you were asleep. <laughs> well, often I would just, we'd just both fall asleep on the sofa. Mum Fair would enough. come in and go, oh, there you both are. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in a house where, you know, mum did the shopping, the cooking, um, and dad didn't do much of anything like that unless he had to. But he would always insist on hoovering the house on a Sunday. And Mum had been cleaning it all week, so it's a little bit, a little bit, you know, a bit, bit, not, not an easy situation. But we had to leave the house on a Sunday while he hoovered. Oh, God knows what that was all about. But we always had this thing about, you know, gender roles. And did a, I, we had this thing, I do the cooking, I did the ironing and whatever. And I, I did take on the house husband role properly and did the shopping and stuff, yeah. But I suppose there was a bit of me that thinks, you know, that probably kept thinking, oh, you know, I should be out of work, you know, I should be doing the manly thing. But there was also a bit of me that really, really enjoyed it and was a bit sad to give it up, really. When did you give it up? Um, in 1992, yeah. Because then Julie went on maternity she leave. She went on and, maternity yeah. leave. And then we swapped around. Mm. And I worked full-time um, and Julie worked part-time. Okay. What um what impact do you think it had on you having those years at home with your dad? Maybe there's a security that I feel in some as a person that I don't I, I never really feel anxious about that, that I'm cared for or mm. that, that there are people who do care about me. So that's that never feels in doubt. We, we we live in this bizarre situation, don't we, where we we want to have a good society where kids are properly parented, 
Mm. Yeah, we put a lot of pressure on particularly single parents to go out to work and, and, and use substitute care. So I think in a, in a perfect world, you have a balance. I mean, that balance that Julie and I had, I think, was a really good one in terms of we both had the opportunity to spend time, quality time, with our children, reverse roles, and not just play it, but really do it, really kind of, in, you know, you become that person who stayed at home and did the stuff, and then the other person went to work. Mm. Um, I think that's, that's healthy. I felt very privileged to be able to have done that. You know, I'm very interested in the fact that men don't play enough of a role in the parenting of boys particularly. Uh, and I think that's, that's had an impact on our society in, very, in a lot of very negative ways. It, it, I'm not trying to be prescriptive about what's, 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 you know, whether a child needs two parents or mm. you know, whatever. I don't think that's the case at all, or, you know, or whether they need to have a man and a woman necessarily. They just need you know, those basic needs to be met uh, for, for, for safety, security, and, uh, and they need to be encouraged and supported to become themselves. That's, that's what it's all about, really. Holding the Baby is an on-the-record podcast exploring memories of parenting and childcare in London's East End. Get more stories on holdingthebaby.org or subscribe via SoundCloud, iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Interviews and editing by Rosa Schling. Music by Luke Christie. Holding the Baby is funded by the Gilda Street Trust in memory of historian and author Gilda O'Neill. Full interviews are held by Bishopsgate Institute in East London. You can visit them at bishopsgate.org.uk. Thank you to everyone who shared their stories with us, to the Gilda Street Trust, to Newham Bookshop and Newham Libraries.